Hello and welcome to Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jarrett and I'm here with Jason Bond. Hey, what's going on? And Mikey Kenny. Hey, what's up? Yeah, that's a better intro or hello than oh last Oh my god, you always give me a hell about that. <laughs> because we need people to know that we're happy here. Are we? Are we happy? Are Actually, we? Actually, most of the time. The mash cast was fueled by heat, so I was about to say <laughs> hate and disappointment. <laughs> I was say, typically we were always like announcement. Oh, let's let's tear it apart and be sad about it some for some reason, <laughs> and realize it's gonna yeah. suck in the end. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But uh, yes, uh, this is episode six of Watchpoint Radio. We are recording on Monday, April eleventh, and this should be released Tuesday, April twelfth. And uh, this is our third consecutive week of, of episodes. I'm actually kind of kind of glad we're going to be going back to our bi-weekly format after this. Uh, uh, because eh, we do more than this. <laughs> Trust what? me, there's, there's a no bunch way. of podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. It's been a, I don't know, it's just, it's been a busy couple weeks for Overwatch. That's why we had that Overflow episode in the first place. Because there was so much stuff. And last week, we actually got a big update as well. But since then, it looks like uh, Blizzard has stopped pumping out the updates so much. And now I guess they're back into listening mode so they can tune some of the stuff that they, uh, you know, that they, push, that they pushed out. So we'll start with the mentions, but then we'll move into, you know, patch notes. Because obviously we're in beta. We're getting patch notes, you know, if not once a week sometimes twice a week, you know, at least once every two weeks. So we'll have some more patch notes. We're going to talk about ranked play. We're going to talk about net code a little bit, but let's start with our mentions first, which, uh, actually let's start with the soldier 76, uh, because that one, that's an open and closed case at this point. Soldier 76, there was a bug that certain, uh, certain skins for soldier 76 were causing them to, to be tur- to turn invisible. Hmm. And I didn't even get a chance to see it. <laughs> I, was a little, I, was, I was a little upset. Well, I, well, I couldn't have seen it. <laughs> I was turned invisible. <laughs> he he turned fun. invisible. I couldn't have seen it. But I was like, oh, man, that would have been cool. Because it would have been a challenge to me. I was like, oh, fuck yes. I want to kill this guy who's invisible right now. You know, they're going to probably make an invisible hero, and you're going to bitch the fuck out about it when it actually happens. Pro Widowmaker skills. <laughs> Widow, Widowmaker does not need to be invisible. <laughs> Well, no, she'd be able to see him if he's invisible. Pop oh. that visor down and just head trick him right out. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I was thinking y'all were saying, like, Widowmaker needs to be invisible. I'm like, are y'all high? <laughs> no, 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 no. She doesn't need to be invisible. I, I'm just saying, I, I, uh, I don't bitch about the spy. I mean, dude, when you make an invisible class, when you make an invisible class, it has to have some type. I mean, it has to be balanced well. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the key. Now, if they make an invisible class that's OP, you know... That that's a problem. Which I, I to be honest with you, when they do make an invisible class, some people so there will be somebody. There's going to be a lot of people who play this game that will be very upset about it. You know, they'll be upset like, because the, the, the spy is a spy. Well, and... the spy, <laughs> the spy is balanced because you know, for him to be most effective, he it's it's he actually has to trick you into you know he either has to. Be able to stay invisible and get behind you to be most effective. Mm-hmm. When a lot of the, uh, most of the time, that actually means that they have to trick you into believing that you know you're on the team. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's why, you know, the, the, the <laughs> a lot of teams will have a pyro just for spy checking. Yep. You know, um, I wonder who would be, there's no, there's really nobody to do spy checks or, or like invisibility Tracer. checks in this game. Widowmaker. Tracer, oh, Widowmaker. Widowmaker. I'm saying invisibility checks. They'll like, have the high rate of fire thing. weapons or even, um, say, uh, junk rat or something like that. Yeah, I, I guess you can, but that's, Tracer needs to, you know, not be around her team. Tracer needs to be in the back line, you know, kind of uh-huh. make her a bit uh, less effective, don't you think? Yeah, but then again, the speed in which she's able to move might go and counteract some of that, too. Possibly. We could debate that another time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they will They will eventually make that a uh, a thing. And I look forward to our new Invisible Overlords. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Soldier 76, that was actually fixed very fast. Mm-hmm. Very fast they fixed that. Cool. Um, they actually took him out, and it felt a little weird because we play, we did play the day that they removed him, and we went to Velasca Industries. And I'm like, I usually play Soldier 76 here, and then like there was a like in the exact map, I was playing so you know I I, I picked somebody else, but there's like a Farah in the sky. I'm like, if Soldier 76 was here, I'd be able to kill her right now. <laughs> That's how I was feeling. I really felt uh, a yeah. little slighted when when 76 was was taken out. You know, he he is a gen, he is the generic, you know, shooter uh class. Mm-hmm. But he's important. Soldier right. 76 is a lot that generic shooter. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in this game where you just need to be able to shoot the distance. You know, you need to have that uh well not hit scan, but you need to have that accuracy weapon, but you don't necessarily want the uh the limitations of like a Widowmaker. You know, Widowmaker will pluck a Pharaoh out of the sky, obviously, but Widowmaker is a very soft target. Whereas, you know, Soldier 76 more like a, he's more like a Swiss Army knife. Yep. <laughs> you know, he's durable. He can take on multiple threats. You know, he can shoot at a pretty large distance, especially after they made that tweak to his uh, accuracy, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. Which I actually like way better now with the new crosshairs, and we'll get into that too. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the patch notes, I'm pretty sure that's in the patch notes. Well, we'll see. If not, we'll just talk about it. But uh, yeah, Soldier 76, you were missed for, I don't know, it wasn't even 24 hours, to be honest with you. It was like 12. Sure. Something like oh, that. It was like 12 yeah. hours or something like that. Yeah, you were missed, good buddy. Don't go again. <laughs> uh, the other mention that we want to bring, I uh, want to bring up that Mikey scoffed at is that it looks like, and now the, a post was made on Reddit by a Blizzard employee. That's what he says. He says he works for Blizzard. But he he said that uh you know he brought to the to the forefront that you can put uh turrets like symmetric turrets on balls now, and you can push those balls out and you know they will work and there there are some uh there's some videos or uh gifs that show that that show that working did you watch guys watch Thank the gifs you. Thank you for the word gifs and not gifs. I appreciate that. Okay, I, I don't care how it's pronounced. I'm not one of those people. I'm actually, I, cause I just watched another, what did I watch? Uh, it was like a comic on it. Uh-huh. I, saw, was like, I saw a comic on it. Somebody said it on The Walking Dead one time. Like, the, the Talking Dead, he brought it up. I'm just kind of like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care. Jif, Gif, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can put 
uh, turrets on like balls, uh, like the soccer balls or the basketballs that you'll find in some of the opening areas. Uh, now, when they go and, and do that, is that going to be a line of sight issue, do you think, to where if the ball is just happens to be facing a certain way, it's going to be useless? Or is it going to be something that's still going to hit people and we're not going to be able to destroy it? I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. Like when, when I, the example I saw, I had one on like, well, it's a ball, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's round. But I had right. one on like opposite sides. Right. And uh, yeah, it's um, they when they they pushed it into Temple of Anubis, mm-hmm. and when they used it, uh, once I got close to it, it worked perfectly fine. I should say. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be interesting yeah. to uh, to see in play, see how that'd go. Yeah, so um, you know, we just wanted to bring that stuff up, but let's go ahead and get into uh, the actual show here. Let's let's talk patch notes. All right, so today's patch notes that we have are for April 5th of 2016, and some of the quick highlights we have is a new play mode uh, called Competitive Play. Uh, earn some Battlefield experience and ready to step up your game. Prove to yourself, prove, prepare to prove yourself in Competitive Play. Designed for those seeking a more serious challenge. I'm not saying competitive play again, because I feel like this is going to be a recurring thing again, so we're just going to leave that out. Uh, Select play from the main menu, and then select competitive play. Uh, You can queue up for CP games, solo, or in a group of any size. Once queued, the system will do its best to match you against other players who've also queued solo, or if you're in a group playing with friends, against players who've queued in similar size groups. Please note that you must be at least level 25 in order to queue for competitive play. Competitive play is still a work in progress and will, like all beta content, be subject to before the game releases, likely based on your feedback. Now, uh, this right here, I like that they're putting a, a little bit of a, a soft level cap on it of level 25. It's it's going to keep out, you know, fresh noobs who are just going to go in. And when I say noobs, I mean like, you know, newbie players that may not, you know, be up on shooters again because this is Overwatch. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. Do you think that's too low or too high? It's too low. Uh, yeah, it might be too low, to be honest with you, uh, because level 25, it's actually not difficult to get there. But, I mean, you can, there's some people I play yeah, with the level I mean, right. fucking suck, so... Because rank is not indicative of skill anymore, like it may have used to have been back when, you know, we were playing like UT or like early Battlefield games and such. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get caught too much here. Right. Because we have an entire segment about this. So, for now, we're going to keep on going. You know, we're finished with the patch notes, and then the first All right. thing we're going to talk about the general right. section, right. we've got it. some new uh, progression rewards that were added, such as sprays, player icons, and voice lines. Uh, it looks like some of the less popular sprays and voice lines have been removed, and there have been a whole bunch of new legendary skins that were added. Uh, we've got some ones for Mikey here, like Abominable and uh, Abominable and Yeti Hunter May. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like some uh, favorites. You can hear them mm-hmm. clapping there in the background. <laughs> we got a looks like a couple for uh, Pharah. We got some for Reaper. We got some new ones for Soldier Seventy Six, and also uh, Comtess Widowmaker. Uh, seems like it's pretty cool as well. Just to name a few. I really like. Yeah, Zarya. that one's pretty cool. Does Zarya's mentioned in this? Uh, yes, that... there's two for her. There's Arctic Zarya and Siberian Front Zarya. Those which, look uh... so sick. Like those are so sick looking. I gotta say the yeah. Genji one looked nice. I'm gonna start wearing them. Genji. 
Spare. I don't think I saw the new Genji one. looking Genji one. Um... Yeah, well, we knew that was coming because right. of that picture mm-hmm. that's in Nepal. The picture in Nepal had is a picture of Genji, mm-hmm. Genji and Hanzo when they were younger. And now there's skins for both of them in the game. Pretty so we cool. knew that was coming. All right, moving on here. It looks like there are some, uh, there's a whole section here on leaving games. So there's a lever penalty now. If a player's game completion percentage falls below our required threshold, they will now receive a warning message. Uh, this percentage is calculated based on their 20 most recent games. If that players, uh, if the player continues to leave games after receiving this warning, they will incur a 75% experience penalty for future games. This penalty re- will be removed once the player raises their game completion percentage above our required threshold. Again, 20, uh, 20 most recent games. Players who are in the team spawn room and have selected a hero will no longer be removed for inactivity until 45 seconds after a game is started. Players actively... Uh, <laughs> Players actively browsing heroes in the Assemble Heroes section screen will no longer be considered inactive. Removed initial warning message displayed after leaving a game, and competitive play will have additional rules and penalties for leaving games. As they should. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that. (laughs) Alright, so there's some technical (laughs) updates here as well. Uh, Looks like you can now enable a network graph while in-game to help diagnose client networking issues, which seems like that'll be pretty cool. Uh, the client will now pulse network status icons when packet loss or uh, network stream stall is detected. You can disable these icons in the gameplay settings menu, which seems like it'd be pretty good uh, for you know seeing if you're having some sort of ping issues or something else that's affecting your gameplay. Uh, reduce the maximum rewind time allowed on behalf of high latency players. Improve the regularity of player commands being sent from the uh, client to the server. And high latency players will now extrapolate and potentially mispredict as results. So I think this is going to tie into uh, one of the other topics that we're going to have there a little bit in a little bit. Yeah, it so definitely it looks like there will. were some uh, map balance changes. So uh, with the control maps, it says each round now has a unique name. Rounds are now shuffled in a random order. And for Ilios, we have minor revisions to art and collision have been made throughout the map. Lijiang, uh, excuse me, Lijiang Tower. The control point in the room in the garden has been enlarged. The pillars in the control center have been removed and two new walls have been added. On Route 66, the first tunnel was revised on the left outside of the starting attacker spawn area. Removed ability for players to enter the hanging train above the starting attacker spawn. Further adjusted payload size to ensure all heroes can move around it in narrow locations. And there were significant revisions uh, to collision that have been made throughout the map. Have you guys noticed anything about this at all while playing, or? Not really. Like... Um, not really, <laughs> to be honest with you. I really, yeah, it's just news to me. Like, really? You did all that? Like, yeah. Well, did uh, I know? <laughs> is it revised the first tunnel on the left outside of the starting? Uh, it just says what did they the do? Tunnel. I didn't notice. That, that's so helpful, Blizzard. Thanks for that lovely no description. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they did. To be perfectly honest, I was just like, okay. Like, <laughs> I didn't notice any difference, but I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of that map anyway, so whenever I played it, I was kind of just trying to get off of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like we've got some hero, uh, hero balances here that were made. And coming up to the uh, Mikey favor here, May, Ice Wall can now be destroyed early by activating the ability again. Yep. Uh, the comments here is that this is a simple quality of life change that helps May have better control over Ice Wall. Nope, doesn't need to happen. 
Nope. This is this is they, she doesn't need this. Like this takes away the skill that was in Ice Wall. Like you should be punished for putting up a bad Ice Wall. Now if you put up a bad Ice Wall, it's like <laughs> okay, whatever, take it down. <laughs> just making you know her I mean? uh, just making her like, more OP. It, it's literally now. This, I don't agree yeah. with this change. I feel like because like I felt good when I made good decisions with my ice walls, and I felt flipping awful when I made that bad decisions. That's the kind of feeling <laughs> that you should give players. Yeah. Like they shouldn't be like, "Oh, I made a bad decision. Let me just like, like back out of this real quick." Because now, because <laughs> life's not that easy. Well, one, it's not. But other than that, it's just like. Now, now I have to agree with Jared that she's like a one-star hero, like, like on difficulty. <laughs> At least now I do. Like yep. before, I was like, you can ice wall your opponent, you, you guys, and completely fuck everything if you mess up this ability. But now it's like doesn't matter now. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I mean, I, ice wall is one of those things. Like it doesn't seem no, big deal. like it's that big of a deal. <laughs> It is a huge deal. Like you've had, you've had like you know the Mikey style ice One walls just keep us from winning One the game. <laughs> but then you have like super clutch oh, ice yeah, walls. Like we're playing with ever. a guy, we're playing Velasca Industries, and we're in the second point. We killed all the entire team except this Bastion mm-hmm. who was on the right side or who was on the left side of the point. If you're looking at defense, but from a defensive point of view, he's on the left side of the point. Boom, we hear him, uh, you know, pop his ult into the tank. And we're all on the point capturing it. And then this May, boom, ice walls him over there. He can't do anything. Nothing. We win the map because of it. Normally, if there was no ice wall, he could have walked right on to the goddamn uh, point, stopped us from capping, killed everybody. Clutch ice wall. And this, hmm. is the feel- and this is the kind of stuff that you should... You know, this is that's the decision making with May that made her like really nice. But you can still mess it up. But now you can't mess it up. Like now it's now it's just like no. Unless you're an idiot like another guy we were playing with who put the ice wall up. Bad <laughs> it, and never was that took was it that down. after this patch when Dude. you take it down? Oh yeah, I don't get why that people That was after this patch, now. yes. There's no reason not to put down a bad ice wall. It's like, bruh. Or to even like, hey, we need an ice wall up for like two seconds. Block, 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 block. Okay, everybody's here. Pull it down. Swarm. You know? Like, now it's like... Yeah. So for those no... that aren't in the beta uh, right now, when you're putting this down, how does this affect the cooldown timer on her ultimate? Or how does it affect the actual... Uh, or Excuse me, this isn't her ultimate. How does this affect the ability? Does it... Uh, does it Lengthen the cooldown on it, or if she are you talking about the ice wall ability or the yes. ultimate ability? The the, the ice, ice wall ability. Yeah, the ice wall. The cooldown. I don't. I've really never noticed, but I think the cooldown starts like well the, after the, you summon it. Um, I think the cooldown for That's ice wall starts okay. after it breaks. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I guess once you lower it, you get your. So, I've, I haven't. I actually haven't had a chance to play a lot of May because all my team comps have been not very May friendly for me to play lately. So I haven't been able to toy with this change a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't know your cooldown question precisely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think it is when you break it. That's when when it breaks. That's when the cooldown that seems starts. like it would make sense. Yeah. 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 Kind of like Zarya with her barrier. Once the, while the barrier is up, 
um, you obviously just can't use the barrier, but when it goes down, that's when the cooldown starts. Right. So, uh, moving on over here to Mercy, the Caduceus Blaster now automatically reloads when not in use. The staff uh, players are now able to swap between healing beam and damage beam without losing the beam's target. The range on Guardian Angel has been increased slightly. The cooldown has been increased, uh, decreased from two seconds down to one and a half seconds. Uh, will now destroy environmental objects when you come into contact with them, and you can uh, it can be canceled by using the ability again. Uh, some quality of life improvements for Mercy players, as well as overall uh, improvements to Guardian Angel. We think the changes will help her reliability and survivability when she is in the middle of a firefight. So have you guys played Mercy at all to where you've been able to uh, test this out? or Mike would be a better answer for that, because I, if I'm going to go healer, the best Lucio. I'm going to do is Lucio, the, like, but most of them I'll pick Zenyatta. Right. I mean, it, I, I will say I've had an easier time when I do get to, when I do have to shoot around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still not something I'm. It, I, the gun is not what I'm looking to do when I'm playing Mercy. Right. Uh, but it it has helped me like fend off people. Like kind of like it's been like a way to just like. It's a. I think it's in a lot better place, and I think it's fine the way it is. It's not too overpowered or anything. Right. Um, but it is a better way to be like, don't screw with me. I know I'm just a mercy, but I swear to God, I'll take you down if you try. <laughs> yeah, if somebody's <laughs> out, like, if a you can put weapon. that thing, if somebody's like, short range, if somebody's mm-hmm. short range, you can kill them. The weapon hurts. Yeah. It does damage. The weapon does a good amount of damage. It, it's that the projectiles are slow. That's the yeah. problem. So at yeah. a distance, I could like, you know, straight matrix that shit. You know, but right. up close, it's a little harder. Well, it reminds me a little bit, and I've been playing some D.Va lately, too, because, once again, Jared's been freaking showing me the ways of D.Va, and I'm like, I need to play this. <laughs> um, and I almost want to compare it to D.Va's pistol, like, in some instances. Like, it feels a little closer to that. Not exactly like it, but, like, similar to. Yeah, D.Va, uh, you're right. I think their pistols are, are around the same but I'm um, I'm pretty positive Diva's projectiles are not are not only faster, they're larger. Oh, they are. But I'm saying like Mercy's getting closer to that point. Right. Yes. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, you got a good point. Yeah, that they, that you're right. I mean, I have played Mercy before. Well, yeah. But like, I usually don't play dedicated healer. You know, like, that's why I like mm-hmm. Zenyatta. I want to help. I want to help the team, but I also want to kick a little ass. You know, <laughs> Zinyata is losing more and more favor with me as the games go on. Oh, oh yeah, why? Like, I feel like I can just deal so much more. I feel like I can just do so much more, Lucio. Like the more I play Lucio, the more I'm like, man, I can just do more here. Like I don't know. Like I deal well, good damage with Lucio. I you have the knockback. I have the knockback. I have AOE heal. I mean, and I can speed up if need be. It's just really hard for me to, like, justify playing Zenyatta. Like, I would play Zenyatta as a second support. Like, if I was running a dual support comp, I would run, like, main healer, Mercy, Lucio, and then sub healer, you know, Zenyatta. You know, kind of like, I kind of feel the same way about Zarya in some instances. Like, I wouldn't put Zarya as, like, a main tank, but as a second tank in a comp. Uh You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I mean, like, like I said, I pick Zenyatta, and I run him as main healer on a lot of teams. But the thing is, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn there, but I'm a good Zenyatta. That's the thing. Like, I, <laughs> I, mean, I play true. Zenyatta well. You that's know, true. I can keep a team alive playing Zenyatta. You know? I just feel like his heal just isn't good 
enough, but I don't know. That's just... Well, I mean, one of the things I try to do is in Yada, like, if I see, you know, I'll put my heel on somebody, right? Right. And whoever that person I'm healing, if they're fighting somebody, the the the, uh, the debuff goes on that person, and I will help kill that person. It's part of the service of keeping somebody alive, yep. is killing that person. Preventative medicine. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Zenyatta's just so... Awesome. He shouldn't have to be... <laughs> I feel like the way he his skills work out, he shouldn't have to babysit people. Right, he does. I, yes, and that's, you know what I mean? that that is in the forums. People are discussing it, and Blizzard has just been so quiet about it. They've been really quiet about it, you know. Like yeah, there was one guy in the, in the forums who was saying, "I haven't seen seen Zenyatta in thirty games. Thirty games I'm, he hasn't seen Zenyatta." I mean, I'm seeing Zenyatta, but I'm not seeing. I'm seeing tra- I'm seeing Zenyatta played when people need transcendence. Like, that is when I'm seeing Zenyatta. When they need a, we need to have something that just says, fuck, we're not going to care about damage. We're just going to storm in and just, you know, whatever. That's when I see Zenyatta picked. Mm, I see. I mean, I, I can understand that. Uh, you know, you, you've seen me play Zenyatta. Yeah, you do uh, it well. But, like, you're an above yeah. average Zenyatta. But I'm talking, like, average Zenyattas. Right. Like, I see they're just people... not seeing that success. I see people pick him and then just do terrible and then go pick somebody else. Like, <laughs> I think they're trying to. I think what they're trying to do is adjust and, and figure it out. But Zenyatta, the way he plays right now, you have to be very, very attentive to everything. Instead of. You have to look at all 12 players right. on the board and we'll right. figure out what's going on, you know? Right. And I, I would relate him to high, high skill, high reward. But the problem is, I relate it to high skill. Above average reward. Right. Like, there's no... The reward you get for being skillful for Zenyatta just doesn't feel... Yeah. Fulfilling enough to you. For for what you put in, you don't get enough out. For with Zenyatta, I can say, you know, even playing him now, if somebody's on the cusp of death, you're not going to rush in there and save him. Like, Lucio, you jump down, you pump up the volume, or whatever the fuck he says, and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's when you... uh, Turn it up. Let's turn it up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's turn it up, you know. And so you you can bring... so You can save somebody from the cusp of death with that. With Zenyatta, if they have 10% health, you put the orb on, it's like, see you next lifetime. Which, as a a healer, that loves to heal it hurts me when i like about when i can't do those like unless i pop ultimate like popping ultimate is the only time i feel like i can like save someone from the brink of death right and i do that too like if 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 i see somebody about to die i'm like fuck i'm just gonna do transcendence but you know my yeah (laughs) the way i substitute you know like you know not being able to uh not really being able to save somebody from death or with pure healing, that's when I'll I'll put the orb on them, I'll put the orb on, you know, the discord on the enemy, Mm -hmm. and we will fuck him up fast enough that he can't kill my guy. That's the idea behind it. Right, and that that makes sense. It's just that it only works in, I don't know, it just... It doesn't always work, obviously. It's a risky maneuver. A lot of people can't do it. And you're putting yourself in danger. Like, you're putting yourself in danger i feel when you do that my middle name is danger so well i mean you're putting a 150 (laughs) shield character in the mix yeah and it's kind of like yeah it's tough 
it's tough. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with no escapes, like, he has no escape either. Like he's, yeah, he, if he's yeah, in, he, he's in. He's in. You have no way to get away. So. Like if Lucio, speed up, out. Mercy, I'm flying. I'm gone. I'm yeah. out, bro. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean Symmetra, Symmetra, Symmetra. <laughs> Well, I actually, I meant to save it, but I had a, a play of the game today that for with Symmetra that I wanted to uh, record because I just want to record how easy it is to kill people with Symmetra. You know, Symmetra. The wrong thing. Up close, she's fucking dangerous, man. She is dangerous. Well, that Zim- beam, that beam gets stronger over time. So well, if the bat, if the if you're not hitting her constantly, you're taking more damage than she is. So exactly, fast. the beam gets stronger over time, and she doesn't have to aim at you. Mm-mm, just she, dance around. You just you. gotta. That's what I do. <laughs> I hold down left click and I jump and I jump around. That's what I was doing. I killed like two people. That's what you do. I killed a Pharah and a Soldier seventy six. Ooh, you know, and they were next to each other. Should have, <laughs> you should not have killed the soldier. Soldier you know? should. Completely destroyed you, but okay. Yeah, that's the thing. We could, well, you know, it, it was different. It would be different if I was just walking or, or like running around. But I was bunny hopping. That fucking Quake Three, woo, came in. I don't, maybe his <laughs> maybe his healing zone was down was on cooldown. You can out heal. You can out heal that. Oh, you can out. Sorry, damage that. Yeah. Be, like straight up attacks can out damage it. Like in order for that to, for that to work, you really have to not be getting hit. So. Mm. Okay. But uh, since we're talking about Symmetra, go ahead. She's the next on the list. Symmetra, Photon Shield, uh, the amount reduced from 50 to 25. We feel that Symmetra's win rate is still too high at all levels of play. We want to do a pretty big swing here to see how it impacts her overall. This is a significant change that we'll be monitoring closely. It's a significant change in the wrong fucking thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, this is a, like, who... I mean, it's almost. If it's, I hate when I see changes like this because it makes me think the people who make these changes aren't actually playing the game. I mean, it's pretty crystal clear because the the whole thing was that Symmetra's win rate was high, right? It's really clear why Symmetra's win rate is high, and that's because she doesn't. She probably doesn't get picked as much as other characters, and when she does get picked, it's because she's good in certain areas. Like, I don't just pick Symmetra. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not like you know, hmm. Well, we're on this map. We need to get through this door. I'll try Symmetra. See, I'll see what she can do. No, I won't pick Symmetra on a new map either because I need to see the map first so I can know if Symmetra is going to be viable there. I and mean, that's the thing. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead, like, Mike. I mean, I pick her on, like, Gibraltar, King's Row, and um, uh, in, V Industries. Yeah, know. Velasca Industries. Yeah, like those, and I'll even pick her on uh, the the Egyptian map. I can't remember. But on always Temple on, Anubis, yeah. Always on defense. Like always, always on, defense. on defense. Like it is really. I have to be feeling really good that day to be playing Symmetra on offense. <laughs> I have to be like. <laughs> I must be having like a really good Symmetra day if I'm if I'm being that ballsy to play her on offense. Yeah, always but. on. It was always on defense, except this when Bastion used to have his barrier. She was a great counter to that because she could shoot through it. Right, but you don't need that anymore. Um, there you go. But you always pick her on defense, and you pick her on maps where you you have choke points, or you can hide turrets. You know, I pick her on Hana. Like she's my number one go to for defense on Hanamora. You know, 
I have mm. special locations to put my turrets, and that's why Jod gets gold medals on that map. And then people, <laughs> the, the the salt, the salt is so real about, when I get play of the game on that map. When I get play of the game on that map, the salt is so real. Symmetra is annoying as hell on Hanamura, because <laughs> even if you get past, like, the choke point... She's probably got fucking turrets like lined up on top and in the bo- and bottoms in different ways inside the point itself. I have, through, I like, have different entrances. And dude, it's just I like, have certain. I have these places where I put the turrets that just serve me well every time. Every this time, sounds fantastic, man! I can't wait to go and play so I can see this stuff. <laughs> and even when people We're know sorry. where the turrets are, right? Even when they know where they are, they're placed in such a way where it's like. Well, I know where they are, but what can I do about them? So they try to get in there, and my turrets are, like, beaming on them. They're getting hit with at least three turrets at one time, and I'm there on top of that. Peace out, dog. Like, you're dead. You're fucking dead. Say (laughs) hi to Whitney Houston for me. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, I really like Symmetra on that map. But, um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she, it's really, um... It's really when you know when you have to have, when you have a good setup because a lot of people have good setups on Temple of Anubis too. Uh-huh. When you know you can, you can set her up well, um, Anubis that, is easy setup too. It makes it yeah. Like, of course, you're going to win more with her, and especially if you have the team support. You know, a good symmetric can help a team win. But I guess. <laughs> Well, if a All team that... isn't defending your turrets, though, at the entrance, like, if a team isn't following up that turret damage, it's not going to do anything. Well, the thing about the turret damage, like, especially, like, let's say Temple of Anubis, right? Mm-hmm. I put them in certain places so that, because, you know, a lot of teams use Reinhardt to get through that choke point. Well, our team can spend a lot of time trying to break his, his shield, which they're going to do anyway. They're going to try to break his barrier. But once he gets through the doorway, the turrets start to hit him. He's going to turn around. It's going to open his back. So he's either going to open his back to our team and they're going to shoot him, or he's not, and he, he's going to continue to get burned by the turrets. Right. He doesn't have much of an option. Exactly. So that's the thing about it. But this shield thing, like, is they, that's what they thought? Was the was the answer here? Like ah, now the shields just kind of suck a little bit, you know? Like that, that that's kind of it. But like that's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I, you shield know what, is not the problem. I could be we could be completely wrong about this. They could come off some more data. Like look, Symmetra's win rate went down by twenty five percent. Like really? Wow, y'all are so smart. You know, or, like <laughs> maybe if they came out with data that was proving like, hey, look, because Symmetra's shields gave him fifty. We sheer we've we show stats versus the twenty five to fifty and like we show that like the enemy team is killing them whatever way better than before, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. They could come up with that like that. Now the turrets are still, you know, a one hit and they're done, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because I could I could hit him once with one round from McCree's revolver or one with Zenyatta's orb and I was able to destroy him. They're pretty much one shot kills. I mean oh, like I mean I mean one like shot you, destroyed. You shoot Yeah, one yeah. shot destroy, sorry. Oh, from the turrets, yeah, yes. yeah. You just gotta, just but that's why you put one up, you put one down. But so they all, they also slow you down. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So, but you know, like, but the thing about Symmetra is she's either really good or she's not. You know, <laughs> you could try to make her a rush character, kind of like where you get up close with people, but mm-hmm. she's so weak, it's it's difficult to do. Like, yeah, it's I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, if you had some major major teamwork going on. Yep. You might be able to do it. But if I anything, doubt. you should just be an annoying mother like just be an annoying person, shoot orbs in like the most 
general path that people like to take, <laughs> yeah. and then they just have to deal with like orbs just constantly coming down. Well, that's why I do in Hanamura. Like, I, I just shoot orbs out that door. Yeah, like yeah, and like it hits people all the time. They're <laughs> like, God the damn it! Because <laughs> those orbs hurt. <laughs> they hurt. Like, max charge orb is no joke. Yeah, it is. I shoot people with those orbs all the time. You know, that's <laughs> that's my answer for Hanzo players. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> eat that orb. You Keep know, from camping. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Symmetra. I don't think this is this is the right move. Um. Taking taking that uh, the, the shield down to twenty five, but let's uh, let's move on. Next one we have is Torbjorn Rivet Gun. Now automatically reloads, which is similar to the pistol change from Mercy. This is simple quality of life change that helps streamline using multiple weapons. Next thing we come up to here is we have the user interface. It looks like there was a change to the statistics on the main overview of uh, hero comparison and hero statistics pages. Averages shown are now per game averages updated. Uh, from per minute. Yeah. Now I will say something about this, and I, I just want to bring it up quickly. I didn't realize because like, so when they did this, right? Because one of the main mm-hmm. things they did was they took away. You can still see how many games you've lost on the second mm-hmm. screen, but on the main screen, you only see your wins. You would not believe how many people posted in the forums like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for removing that. Thank you so much. It feels so much better now." I'm like, "Are you serious? You're looking at your losses." Was de- it was fucking uh, De- you know, depressing de- you. <laughs> depressing you that much that you didn't want to look at it? You know, like, <laughs> what? It's a team welcome, based game. Welcome to the PC world where you have to be PC about everything, including our win loss ratios. Dude, the thing, it's a team based game. Don't encourage me. Your losses yeah. do not matter. Your losses do not matter when you're playing a quick match team based game. Where you know, fucking, uh, yeah, you could just get you could get grouped with idiots. Yep. You know, I, I got grouped with idiots today early when I was playing. You know, I had a team of three Widowmakers, <laughs> three, and none of them would change. No would change. I was like fuck, <laughs> you know. But that, that's you deal with that shit. That was a loss, by the way. <laughs> you know, that, 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 was, that was a loss. I didn't surprise, care. surprise. <laughs> Yeah, I did have another match with two people where one guy left at the very beginning of the match, and another guy was like, fuck this, I'm out of here, and he left. So we were down, we were four to six, and uh, we almost lost it, but we had this really clutch play where I used my Gravitron, and I died, and like a fairy just comes out of the sky, pops her ult while they're in the Gravitron. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, but... um. Nah, yeah, I mean, I, I was very surprised that people were so like, oh, thank you so much for not showing my losses anymore. Like, you know, you, you can't hi- always hide your failures. I'm like, but it doesn't even matter. They're not even really failures like that. You lose a match, it's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. You know, yeah. it's not even, we're not even talking competitive here where it makes a difference. We're just talking, you know, a quick match. Uh-huh. Like, wow, like, would you? I don't, wanna, I don't know. I can just see someone bitching about it. I don't want to see the losses that I get when I just, like, log in and get a defeat screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, would, like, would you? Would you stop playing the game if you racked up that many losses? Which, I can't imagine. I think everybody in this game wins more than they lose. Because even if you're a scrub, you're going to get pulled. Somebody's going to carry you. We we carry people all the time, Mike, when we play. We do carry idiots. How often do you hear (laughs) me complaining about some dumbass that's behind us? You know? All the fucking time. Yes, exactly. (laughs) 
when I play a healer, my mantra is I need to keep these idiots alive. <laughs> that's my mantra. That's why I'm not a good support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's why you're a good support. Like, what do you think? All, all healers are evil on the inside. We hold your lives in the palm of our hands, and we can choose to drop it at any second we want. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but, uh, okay, go ahead. That's all I had for that. Uh, there's some been some recent uh, game options that were changed. Uh, an option to select custom crosshairs has been added, and uh, hero-specific options are now available, such as Genji automatically climbing walls, or Hanzo as well. Uh, the rip tire for Junkrat automatically climbing walls. The uh, toggle beam connection for Mercy. Uh, Reinhardt has a toggle barrier ability, as well as uh, Soldier 76 uh, holding to sprint, or Widowmaker with her um, uh, toggling the zoom, it seems. Mouse sensitivity scale has also been reset and recalibrated. The only one I have a problem with is that fucking junk rat not having to climb, you know, automatically climb walls. I don't know why I have such a problem with it. Maybe because I hate that alt. <laughs> I think it's because you just hate the alt. <laughs> I hate that alt. Because if they make it for Genji and for Genji and Hanzo, I mean, it's the same mechanic. No, that's just, just that movement, though. Just... That's just movement. You know what I'm saying? That's not an ultimate. Right. Put some fucking work into it and hit the goddamn space bar. <laughs> Come on. Now this uh now I take it this doesn't automatically explode if it hits a wall. No, no. No. It, like it, it'll kind of bounce, but you just kind of jump, you hit jump, it'll start climbing a wall. But that's what you're supposed to use to get it around cuz people will hear it. So if you're just using it on if you're just on the ground or some shit like that, um it'll probably get destroyed. But if you jump over some stuff or have a climb over something, you sneak around with it, like you can get some good kills with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest improvement for me was that custom, uh, custom crosshair, baby. Green crosshairs on everybody. That's what I <laughs> use. That's, that's the color I use. Like You're supposed to use a color that is easy to see. You know, the white crosshair is a problem in some places. Um, but I use the, green, the, the smaller green crosshair, and now like, my accuracy is, it feels a lot better. Um, for example, Soldier 76, his uh, crosshair before was actually pretty big. It was a big plus sign. Now it's uh-huh. a small plus sign. Like, it makes it more accurate. Like, you know, it feels more accurate. You can even have just the dot, I think. I think you could do just the dot, too, if you really wanted you to. Yeah, like, the dot is cool, you know, uh, and works for some people. I know people, like, I used to use the dot in Counter-Strike. I think I like the dot because of Max Payne, to be honest with you. <laughs> How did I, know I can hear somehow? Mikey rolling his eyes. Oh, I can see Mikey rolling his eyes like shit. I, I'm just saying, I like it. Fuck. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go ahead and move on. Bond two four six. All right. So the patch notes for April sixth. Uh, General Soldier Six uh, Soldier Seventy Six has been re-enabled for all game modes, which we talked about earlier. Added some transparency to Widowmaker's scope graphic when scoped. And added Young Genji Legendary skin. And there were several several new sprays that were added for Bastion, May, Mercy, Farah, and Winston. Bug fixes. General, fix an issue that caused the kill cam and spectator camera angle to suddenly snap whenever Zarya cast Particle Barrier or Projected Barrier. Heroes. Mercy's damage beam will now correctly amplify its target's damage. And there was an issue that was fixed where Widowmaker's scope graphic wasn't rendering when scoped in. Um, have you noticed this at all? I don't think I ever really noticed this when I was playing. 
I never it was, it was actually a fix like because basically some players were using Alt Z uh-huh. apparently, and now you can see everything while you're scoped in. Oh, I did not know that. Now it was a fix. That's uh, uh, cutting out the UI at that point, right? Yes, Blizzard actually um they addressed that. There was a blue post in the forum because somebody was talking about that. Actually, that's a uh, that's a pretty nifty idea, actually. Yeah, so somebody I have figured to that, have done that. Yeah, somebody figured that out, and uh, boom, that's why Blizzard had to do this. All right, maps uh, fix the collision issue with the theater door outside the attacking spawn in Hollywood. Skins fixed an issue where the implementation of Commando seventy six and Night Ops seventy six legendary skins. Fixed an issue that caused uh, Scarecrow, Junkrat's Steel Trap to be unkillable. And fixed an issue with hero weapons not appearing for several skins. Yeah, actually, there was the... Uh, um, besides Soldier 76, mm-hmm. I forgot that there was an issue with um, Mercy's Damage Amp, mm-hmm. too. That's on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mercy's apparently Damage it, Amp. Apparently, it just wasn't working. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting because we just talked about it's uh, swapping between the two uh, effortlessly now. So it seemed that may not have been working. Yeah, the, it wasn't working at all. Like people were trying to amp damage and no, no dice. So, uh, but yeah, the Widowmaker thing I didn't know, but now it's too late. So <laughs> I never really had an issue with something like that in any game I really play because I'm always used to, uh, you know, I'm a knifer in most games or I'm a melee character, I guess. I like to go up. I like to get close and personal. And I like to mess with people like that that are scoped in. So I'm always like watching my back continuously. I'll, you know, I'll scope in, take a shot, do what I got to do. And I'm checking my surroundings. I mean, you know, I'm not really quite sure how you would play with this, but I wasn't getting knifed in the back in TF2 or anything like that often. Yeah, like I don't stay scoped in for that long. Um, a lot of people do, though. Like I've caught so many people. I like it when they do. <laughs> yeah, I was actually playing with um, I was I was playing with Zarya earlier today, and this Widowmaker who was fucking us up in the beginning of the game. Uh-huh. Uh, the second half on Hanamura, she just stayed scoped in the whole time, and since I have easier access to where she was, I just kill her over and over and over again. So <laughs> it was very satisfying. <laughs> I like those kinds of kills because people don't change their routines, and it makes it easy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did have the uh, the um, the pre-order skin on, so she could be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, the patch notes on the six were mostly just fixes, and um, yeah, I mean it, it's uh, we haven't heard much from uh, Blizzard from then. Uh, now, I mean there might it, it is patch Tuesday tomorrow, so we may see another patch from Blizzard. I'm always expecting a patch. I'm hoping they don't patch because then you know that means the day we drop the show, they drop a patch, and it just gets complicated. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see what they do tomorrow. Um, but yeah, like I said, once we get done with the patches, we're going to talk about rank play, and that's what we're going to talk about now. Now they, they they did have the the blog post, but they also had a video from Jeff Kaplan talking about. Uh, ranked play. Yeah. Now, did you actually try ranked play, Mike? I tried it, and then I got DC'd from it and got really pissed off, and then didn't go back. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I literally got like disconnected from the match. Like, wow. and I don't know why. I had to reboot Overwatch and then go back in, and I couldn't jump back in. My problem with my problem with it is I can't come back into the ranked match 
that I've accidentally come that I've accidentally left. Then it's broken, and we'll talk about that. That was Cause broken. Because I, I, I don't know if it was my client, my game, or what. But we're, are, have you ever DC'd from a match and then couldn't get back in? Oh yeah. Oh no, not couldn't get back in. That's all I want to talk about. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. So basically, the way this is how competitive play works. Okay. Um. On well, in the menu, there's now quick play and competitive play. So you select that. It's gonna queue you up. It's gonna put you with six people. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, in, in quick play, sometimes you do play both sides of a map, but if enough people leave, you won't. Uh, it'll take you to another match. With competitive, no matter what, like if you you play at least two sides, if it's a uh, a regular map or mm-hmm. what do they call those maps, an assault or an escort map, they you will play both sides of the map. If it's a control map, you're gonna play best three out of five on that control map, all right? Now, this is why I said it was broken if you couldn't get back in. The way competitive is supposed to work is that if a player leaves the game, that player is bound to that match. Uh So that means if you leave the game, let's say you get pissed, right, and you leave the game, and you go to hit quick play, quick play will take you back in that competitive match because you're bound to it. Really? Yeah, so you must have had a problem. Mike. Okay, I guess so. Because that's what happened to me. My first competitive match, I we played, we lost the first half. A guy leaves. Then another guy leaves. And I was like, I'm not going to play this 4v, 4v6. Mm-hmm. So I leave. I do something in my menu real quick. Yeah, I, got, I think I just looks like a scan. I hit quick play. Boom, takes me right back into that same match. Rubber band me right back, and I was so pissed because the first, <laughs> the first uh, point on Route 66, five minutes. You have five minutes to get to the first point. That means I had to wait there an additional four minutes, and that's all I could do because there was six of them. There were four of us. Those other two guys didn't come back; they just left. So yeah, that that was fucking. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that that fucking was. I was pissed, and I. Uh, I posted about it in the forums the next day, and not only did it catch traction, mm-hmm. it became a blue post. <laughs> oh, it became blue? Yeah, it became a blue post. I got a response from Blizzard on it. But I, said it was a, I said it was a complete waste of time. I said I gave them the exact scenario that I had. I said now I had to sit there for five minutes. And eat. you know who complained more than us? The people on the other side of the map. The guys who were winning, they're like, this is stupid. Well, I can be on games where I'm winning because, you know, things are lopsided in one direction and I think it sucks. I want an actually fair game, you know? Yes, yes. And that's the thing. Like, it, like, if you want to play competitive, that's that's not what you want. And the thing about competitive, for the first few days, lots of people were leaving after the first match. And so this was happening all the time. People were complaining in the forums, like, I haven't had a competitive match where somebody hasn't left, you know? But there, so yeah, well, that's the thing about competitive. When you play, you gotta play both sides, okay? What and when or lose. Now, on an assault and escort map, the winning a map is considering getting the payload to the end or or getting the second point. It doesn't matter if you got point A and your opponent only got point B, or you or you got to point uh or, or your or your opponent didn't get point A. 
or uh, if you got the payload to a certain checkpoint and your opponent didn't. If neither of you get to the end, that counts as a uh, not that counts as a loss, but that's a fail on both sides. Uh-huh. So then you go to sudden death. Sudden death will take you to a control map, and you'll only play one round. Whoever wins that one round of that control map uh, wins that that match. That's how that works. Obviously, for control, it's not necessary because it's best three out of five. Right. You know, um, but um, it actually turns out to be around the same timing, to be honest with you, because control maps have pretty long timers. But then, like, you know, uh, not control maps, sorry, assault and escort maps have pretty long timers once you get an objective. Control maps, technically speaking, can be shorter because it only, like, you, if, you, if you're dominating the other side, it only mm-hmm. takes 90 seconds or let's say, mm, I think it's a, I think it's like twenty seconds to start. So let's say one hundred and ten seconds uh, to cap a point completely. That's you have you have to control it for well, it's twenty seconds when you first start the match, and then ninety seconds to capture the point. You have to have the point for ninety seconds in order to. Uh, was it ninety seconds? No, I'm sorry, it's a hundred seconds. My bad, it's a hundred seconds. But you get what I'm saying. God damn it. It's two minutes per round, okay? <laughs> I was just letting you go. And it's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's two minutes per <laughs> round. That's that's what it is in, in control. So you can, you can, if you dominate another team, you can be done in six minutes, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, yeah, that's, that's how it plays. Just for the love of God, don't leave, people. Don't leave the matches. Now, it's competitive. There's obviously, like, divisions and tiers. And the way it works, there are, uh, there are, actually, they say there's four distinct tiers, a challenger, an advanced, an expert, and a master. I think Jeff Kaplan said something. No, Hero. He, he, well, heroic is five. But heroic's different, and we'll get to that. So mm-hmm. challenger, advanced, expert, and master. Those are the tiers, all right? Each tier has five divisions. And you have to play from division to division. So you go for you start from division one, you go to division five. Once you get to division five, on top of division five, you'll need to get like a hundred points. I think it is. Let me check. Yeah. So it's that it's yeah. You'll you know once you get to each division has a hundred points. So players will earn twenty points per victory and lose twenty points per defeat. Oh. That that doesn't that's only above challenger. Challenger, you can only go up. So basically, no, no matter your losses, they they count, but they don't count. You know, uh, you'll just you just can't derank in Challenger. Once you get out of Challenger, you can derank. Now you cannot derank tiers. You can only derank divisions. So if you are Division Three advanced, and you have a bad week, you can find yourself back in Division One advanced, but never lower than that. For that season, there will be seasons too. Now you need to to advance. Um, you need a hundred points, so that's five victories. You essentially need five victories straight. Essentially, you need five wins. Uh, well, not actually five wins straight. Not just say five wins straight, but you need five wins. You need to win more than you lose, so that you don't derank. And then progressing, uh, you know, one tier to the next, the um, same thing. Just I believe points. they went and said on a update on that video there that deranking is now not a thing. No, it's you can derank divisions. You can't derank tiers. Tiers, okay. Yeah, you can derank divisions, but not tiers. 
So it's very League of Legends. Uh, they probably, you know, if a system works, it works, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't, I didn't know this, but while in Challenger, Advanced, or Expert tiers, players will earn 40 points instead of 20 points for consecutive wins. Hmm. So that'll what be... What determines consecutive? Like, 1-2 or, like, 3? Like, back, yeah, back-to-back. Just back-to-back back, just back back wins. Okay. Like, cause... right now, you get, consecu- you get a 200-point bonus for consecutive matches. So, okay. yeah, it's the same thing. And also, while in Advanced or Expert tiers, players will lose 10 points instead of 20 points for a defeat if the match is lost during a tie-breaking round. So if you get to that fifth match or you get to sudden death, you only lose 10 points. Yeah. And players may only queue as a group if they are within 10 divisions of each other. So I'll be pulling you guys up with me. Just saying. <laughs> you know? oh my gosh, I'll be carrying myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just going to sit back and heal. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... Players at Master Level 5 will have the opportunity to go into Heroic. And Heroic does not have divisions. Once you get to Heroic, every player is ranked. They will have a, a unique rank in that tier. So there are, no, like, there are no divisions. You just see how well you play against all those other players. Which is, it's kind of like uh, Grandmaster League in StarCraft. Even though I don't think it's going to be that elite. Like, Grandmaster League in StarCraft is top 200 per region. You know? Uh. So I, I, I don't really think it's going to be um, that elite. But you will see every, you know, you, you'll be able to rank yourself. And at that point, if you actually make it to Heroic tier, I imagine you're big in the competition. So that's going to be a huge reward for you. Now, there will be other rewards, but they're going to be cosmetic, it looks right. like. like. I'm not really seeing... Uh, anything that's saying they're going to be handing out anything more than something cosmetic, you know, and they said, like Jeff Kaplan said they were going to be light on top of that because the reward for competitive is being good. (laughs) And I agree. I agree. You should, you know, you shouldn't need some big reward because you know what also it does too. And I don't know if a lot of people get this, but if there's some type of huge reward for going to heroic, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to lead people who just want the reward to cheese. They're going to find a way to cheese it. You know, then that's, that's a thing. Like, Destiny players do that shit all the time. You know, and it bothers shit out of me. Warcraft players do it, too. When there's a big reward for something, and it's difficult. Buy their way to it. Exactly. Like, they'll try to cheese it or buy their way to it. And this is going to help avoid that. So, good job. Ranked play actually has gotten much better. Because, actually, the night that I, the first night I did it, Mikey got on shortly after that, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm never doing rank play again. Like, it's a fucking waste of time. Yeah, I did yeah, do it again. Huh? You did say that. Yeah. Now, I did do it again after I cooled down a couple days later, and they added a message when you hit rank now, and it tells you, you need to play both sides of the map. And you know, I played three straight matches with nobody leaving. Nice. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, so... I guess there was some type of huge, like, communication error. Not communication error, but, you know, it was, uh, you know, people just didn't bother to read the patch notes or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, well, um, I mean, not everyone does read the patch notes. 
I mean, I feel like if you're in a beta, you should. Exactly. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. If you're in a fucking beta, read the goddamn patch notes, you, f- you animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> read the fucking patch notes. I think that's the title of this podcast. Read, the, read patch the, notes, the fucking patch notes. You animals. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like this, I feel like this is like a... Never mind. <laughs> we'll say it, man. It reminded me of Home Alone for a minute. Like, you filthy animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, we had two videos last week. One was from Jeff Kaplan talking about ranked play. The other one was about netcode. And that's been a huge topic, a big topic for me. Yes. No way. And they confirmed in this video everything that I've been talking about. Well, because it was obvious. That's, that's how the netcode was being done. Right, but it was they. They were actually, I guess they they said they were a little worried to talk about it, but then the community figured it out on their own. Like fuck yeah, figured out on our own. I love that. Yeah, we are smart too. Yeah, and he did. You know, people who play shooters and they said this in the video are much more aware of netcode than people who play MMOs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know we're much more aware of netcode and how it works. Like you know. Anything over a hundred millisecond ping like makes my stomach hurt. Let's say it's like you want me to play with who? You you're gonna say you're at sixty frames per second. Like, yeah, even at this point, it's like you want me to play with somebody from California. Fuck that. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like because you know, in other shooters, like you play regionally. I'm telling you, man. Like until like from like you know the '90s to like what I would say at least 2010, 2011. If the server wasn't in New York, Virginia, St. Louis, or Atlanta, maybe Florida, mm-hmm. I probably wasn't playing on it. Right. You know? MIRC. That's how you like, 20. You know, if I go back and look at my screenshots from Counter Strike, I didn't have over uh, like a 15 millisecond ping because we played against people on New York servers. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's. Uh, Unreal Tournament was a bit more forgiving than Counter Strike, so I mean, I'm like, that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit just a more, little bit. yeah, just a little, a little bit more. Bit there. So like, forty second ping was okay for that game, but Overwatch, yeah. they're talking about well, <laughs> an improvement going from whatever it was to two hundred and fifty milliseconds will be the max rewind. Is like, are you fucking kidding me? Two hundred and fifty milliseconds, you know. Uh, but anyway, like, we'll talk about the net code. The um, uh, the two guys who were, uh, they're they they're, they're obviously the guys who develop and work on the net code. Um, the net code follows two principles: uh, favor the shooter, and then responsiveness. Now, favor the shooter obviously it favors the person who shoots, unless it's under certain certain circumstances. So, there's three pieces to every multiplayer game. There's your client, there is the server, there is the other person's client. Generally, the server is the authoritative source. That is true in this game, too. The server is also authoritative. But, uh, depending on, you know, what happens on the server, the server may side with you or the server may side with the other person. They kind of explain what's going on with that. Generally, the server is programmed to side with uh, you or the person who's shooting. Mm-hmm. So if you're shooting at me. Favor the shooter. Yeah, I go behind, you know, I move behind a wall 
And if you shot me, the server is probably going to be like, oh, yeah, well, you're dead. Sorry. And that's the shit that was bothering me all the yep. time. That run into this plenty of run into this with plenty of games throughout the years, and it's been very, very infuriating lately. Because uh, Dice, as we all know, with the Battlefield series, both Battlefield Three and Four, has had massive, massive issues with the net code. You know, you could duck behind a rock or go in a building; it doesn't matter. You're still dead, especially if that person's got a worse off ping than you do. And it's been nothing but infuriating. It's all over the forums, you know, for those games. And I, I was very hyped and pumped to see that they were putting out a video for this. Um, again, it is in the beta. I've seen, you know, good things coming out from, uh, from you know, Overwatch developers at this point. So I'm going to go in with a little hope that they're going to keep tweaking this, you know, before the game goes live. And we're going to get something a little uh, better to people, you know, with a good rig and a good solid connection. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the, the favor of the shooter thing uh, or, or uh, the favor of the shooter principle does favor the person with the with the with the lag especially with the way they they had it before because they were saying that the the, the max rewind time was farther before it was pro- I'm going to say it was probably close to 500 that what like where are you playing the moon that you have a 500 ping <laughs> you know so um yeah like and I'll be honest with you and this is going to sound mean dude if you have a 300, 400 ping. You probably have bigger things to deal with. Like, don't you have to go milk some cows or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, actually, no, and that's even bullshit because fucking farmers have great internet. I found out when I went to South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is one of my friends went to a farm this past weekend. They had internet, but they didn't have electricity in all parts of the area. But they had internet. But they had internet. And it was probably good internet. <laughs> Like, no, no. Oh no, not here. Okay, no. no DSL, in South Dakota, no. <laughs> those far. Like I went, to, I had to do some work out there, and those guys were getting like hundred megabit connections to the farm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some areas that aren't even farm areas like that don't have. There'll be like one line, and like that cutoff line, like maybe a couple of houses live on, and then they'll get DSL there. Everywhere else is like. We're on dial-up. Right. Or whatever. I mean, I've lived in areas like that, and it freaking sucks, but you just don't go online. But even on... Like, literally, you just become a single-player person. But even on dial-up, your 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 ping is not going to be 300, 400 milliseconds. Uh, depending who you're pinging against, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, well, for the most part, you're playing somebody in the United States. Oh, yeah. This is an international right. game, though. Like, Destiny does it, too. When, like, one of the reasons Destiny sucks balls with the netcode is because sometimes you are playing somebody from Europe. I'm in New Jersey. You know, I gotta play somebody from Europe. That's gonna be a high ping. Uh, that's gonna be like, you know, a laggy game. We can only hope that there's gonna be some sort of auto-kicking feature for, you know, certain ping levels. More often than not, if you're, if you know, if like in, in Battlefield games or, you know, something like that, if you're registering, you know, above 150, most places are gonna kick you pretty quick. Well, that's because those are dedicated servers right, run by clients. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that something goes in, some sort of feature is going to put in to help with this. I don't. I doubt auto kicking is going to be going to be in there. They don't want people to have a bad experience at least. Yeah. They don't exactly. want someone to. They don't want to push people away from the game. And unfortunately, auto kicking has been has almost been drastically proven that that if you want to sour someone's game. Kick, kick them really quickly without telling them why, 
and send them right back into the menu. Or when they when they you know buy the game, they come home, they're excited, they install it. Or well, well, actually, they should know by how long it takes to download the game at that point. But they download the game, they're ready to go, they turn it on. Up, oh, can't connect to a server because your ping's too high, and no refunds. Bye. <laughs> you know, good goodbye. You know, that's that, that's I seriously doubt they're gonna do that. No so. Way. But uh, yeah, favor the shooter. It should be a bit better because, like I said, they they are changing the max rewind time. But they've changed it. They've changed the max rewind time to whatever it was to two fifty. That's still too high, if you ask me. I definitely. And it's funny because you know it, I I watched this and they're saying, well, they favor the shooter. I was plugging a fucking Hanzo in the face today with Widowmaker. Like I could literally see the tracer bullet go through his head, and it wasn't counting. So I, I have some questions about that favor the shooter shit. I've I've had May spray like point blank, and I'm seeing it hit, but I'm not seeing the tick at oh, all right. happen, mm. and I'm not hearing the cue that it's ticking down. And I'm like, I'm literally like right here. I've had that and happen. I'm spraying yeah. them, and the tick, and because it's favorite, I've done May versus May, and I've lost it because like my tick will start spraying around the same time, but because my tick didn't quit get off quite yet and there's probably did or whatever on their end like i've lost that because i'm like yeah well that, <laughs> even though i know my spray hit them first I've at had least that, on my screen i've had that happen with zarya where i'm like beaming somebody down and it's not actually hurting them like i see the beam going through their body you know that's pain in the ass now response is a little different that actually has to do with uh well, it has something to do with weapons, but I think it has more to do with uh, movement. Because um, I'm sure a lot of people who've played like Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike is notorious for it, but like Counter-Strike or Battlefield, when you are out of sync with the server, you're lagging on the server, you get that warp, that warps you back and forth. With this game, it, it assumes, the, the client assumes it knows what it's doing. It predicts your movement. Like... It, you can move forward if you hit W to move forward. The client's just going to move you forward. It's not going to snap you back if it gets an update from the server. Uh, unless the unless the server knows that something's like really wrong and it might put you back in place. But um, so like I said, the server does have authority. But the the responsiveness seems to be more about movement than hit detection, which still has a lot to do with weapons because a lot of these project you know a lot of these weapons are not hit scan. Their projectile, right. you know, I actually they, they didn't really say if Widowmaker's uh, sniper is hit scan, but I it's close. If it's not hit scan, it's very close. Uh-huh. Uh, Zarya's beam is hit scan, you know, stuff like that. Those type of things are hit scan. Um, but you know, they made the, the example they used was Farah's projectile or oh, Farah's rockets. When you shoot Farah's rocket. It, the, the, your game client predicts where it's going to go, where it's going to hit, where it's going to do the damage. And and the time it takes from that rocket go from your arm to that location, it has to check with the server to make sure that's what it, where the damage registers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it makes the prediction as long as the server doesn't come up with anything like, oh, this person uh, we updated and this person moved. Or this person popped this alt, or this person did this, or this person did that. Uh, then it'll it'll actually happen. And the, the, you, I don't, we played a few weeks ago, Mike, and I was I was real hot when this happened. But I was playing against a Reinhardt. He's swinging. 
I pop my barrier on Zarya, and I see the bubble come out, and mm-hmm. I still died. And then when I watch the, uh, the kill cam, no bubble comes out on his screen. And that's, that, that, would, that is infuriating. But it's supposedly it's going to get better, I, I imagine. Because um, that's one of the things that they're doing. They are they're, they're lowering the rewind time, like I said. So it's going to be... That means that the, the, the player, the farther behind they are, like if they're farther past 250 milliseconds in terms of uh, the latency difference, that uh, you know they, they won't have as big of an advantage as they did before. For the most part, right. they've been coming through pretty well at this point. I'm going to go out and say that I have some faith in the fact that they're going to work on this quite a bit. And, you know, and especially knowing the scrutiny that they're under right now from the community, I think they're going to work really, really hard to make this work. I'll see. I think from a from a from a I think from the the MMO player perspective or the average Blizzard player perspective, it's going to be mm-hmm. fine. But from a shooter perspective, I think it's still a problem. Two hundred fifty fifty milliseconds to me is too long. So it's too it's too much, too high latency. Mm. Two two fifty, man. Think about that. It's that's that's from like here. It's from here to Europe. You know, that's uh, actually I will say that people from Australia have been complaining. People from Australia have been complaining about the chance. It's like, now we can't play. You know, now, like, you know, I can't hit anything. And it's like, yeah, that's what, how we were feeling over here when we played against you. Before the, <laughs> before the laggers had the advantage, now they don't. Mm-hmm. To a degree. If you are at the latter half of that 250, I think it still gives you an advantage over somebody else. You know? Right. We'll we'll just have to see how it pans out. Right. We'll have to see the what the test. What basically this is just a big test. So we'll see what happens at the end of this test. Yeah, I mean uh, the lower in the latency period is going to make it better. It's got it's going to make it better in general. But um, there's a lot more to it than just the simple stuff. Like they they're they're going to be using a technique now uh, for players that are over 250 ping or 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 uh, yeah over 250. Or even closer to 250, where they still want to favor the shooter. So if you're shooting at somebody and they remain moving in the same direction, the game will just assume that you hit them because you track them and you you know you you help down the button. But if the player moves their direction or uh, maybe jumps or flies up, like they actually do something different, then you won't. I'm curious to see how that works out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm I'm happy that they will be uh, that they're at least working on at it. least working on it because that was so infuriating me for the most part. But yeah, those are the that was that was that was a big deal for me. Thank you for addressing it. Now, there's one more thing that I want to bring up before we close out tonight. And something I saw on the forums: people keep asking for guild support, guild support, guild support. We don't have guilds in shooters. We have clans. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Are you really like having a fit over the name, the nomenclature right yes, now? Yes, because it's a different. It's different. Guilds have structures and banks, and it's about socializing and you uh-huh. know doing raids together about? and stuff like that. Clan is about going out and fucking up other clans. That is what, <laughs> that, that is what clanning is all about. 
Do I hear a uh, do I hear a resurrection coming back here? Some uh, no, I am not nine. running any more clans. No K and B. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm done with cl- I'm done running clans. I run a clan. It's called Mash Those Buttons. <laughs> I am done running clans. I just can't do it anymore. It's it's too much. But um, I just I don't get why you'd want to. Cl- well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. I don't understand that aspect of shooters. Really, that you 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 get with a group of people. You have a group of people that you have a good teamwork dynamic with, or you know how each other work, and you build that up over time. So when people come against you and they think they're all good. You shut them the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, I call that a six-man team. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have a whole clan. Uh, I don't know. Back well, a in, clan you know, doesn't have to be 30, 40, 50 people. That's another thing about a guild. See, that's what guild? I hear, guild or clan. I think 30, 20, 20 to 30 people. No, no less than that, just man. Wrote... Now, right. guilds, guilds are large. Guilds are like, you know, 20, 30 people more than that. Clans are like, you know. 10 people. Ten like people, 10, yeah. Fifteen people, maybe. That's a large clan. Yeah. Because so you're saying a friend list. Yeah. So you, what you want is you want to group your friends list. Is pretty much is what you're wanting. <laughs> no, we gotta have tags, t-shirts, yep. hats, socks, stuff, all the paraphernalia. <laughs> okay, sure. As soon as we go esports, <laughs> yeah. we get there. Well, no, I mean like the whole team based thing came from clanning. The reason why clans are smaller, the better the team, the smaller the clan. Because the clans are smaller because everybody wants to compete. With a guild, you're on schedule. We're going to do raids this night, sign up for raids that night, blah, blah, blah. With clans, when you go into a match, you're always taking your best. Yep. You know? And that's the thing. That's the thing about clans. You're always taking your best into a match. Sometimes other guys will help you practice. But in order for a clan member to actually kind of step up in the ranks, they have to be a actual better player. You can't just be nice about it. Like, okay, you can come play with us this time in this match. Like, nah, it doesn't work like that. It is, it is essentially a team. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're glorifying clans because it was a fun thing for us to do when we were coming up. I mean, I haven't claimed in God knows how long at this point. But... um. No, it's just yeah, communities uh, and shooters don't work though, man. Uh, communities and shooters, I find, generally just be pretty fail. Usually full of assholes, and you have some people that are good, and you have other people that aren't. With clans, man, that's that's. I mean, that's competitive. Game. Well, no, shooters and it doesn't have to be that way. The Unreal Tournament community was excellent. Was excellent, and that was essentially a bunch of clans basically communicating with each other. We had a, a central uh, place. We had a few central places where you would go to talk on real or uh, to do things like that. But now it doesn't have to be a clusterfuck. It does not have to be. But clans like usually are uh, a bit more civil because at least you, at least you uh, you're all in agreement with each other. No, I shouldn't say that, but you're all uh, you know, you're closer. I, you know, thinking about this, how you said this, I hope in competitive they. Different. They they set up like a six man competitive versus a Q competitive. You know what I mean? Right now, well, he said that well the the system is gonna try to match you with a uh, an opponent of a team size, but I don't know how well it's gonna go. I I really think just six men six six man teams should just be separated off on their own. Mm. But that's just that's just my from my influence in mobas because playing with a full party is completely opposite from playing with like, you know, even five and you have that one random. Right. Like that one random is just like through 
throws a whole new spin on things. Yeah. So I don't know. From from my perspective, I I feel like if they're gonna take this competitive thing seriously, they should separate the cues and the six man. If they get enough feedback, they probably will. But they're gonna have to wait for the game to come out because right now there's yeah. not enough six man teams, <laughs> and that's their own damn fault. That's their own fault for yeah. not pushing out invites. Yeah, I have people biting at the bit for invites right now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is. Yes. Everybody yeah. wants in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, once when open beta comes, I'm curious to see. The only thing I'm, I'm afraid of open beta is all the people who are going to come in and just fucking blow at this game. Well, they are because they don't know what to do. Exactly. It's happen. That's exactly. Like, uh, for us. What do you, th- what do you think is going to be day one launch? Exactly. Like, you're going to have everyone's going to be level one. You're going to instantly know who is in the beta and who is not in the beta. I don't believe that. <laughs> really even a quickly. Bit. I haven't been in that much of the beta. I've been in one beta weekend, and I can tell you right now, I'm going to go in there and probably wreck people too. That's great. You were in one beta. What about the people that have been zero? Don't know any map. Don't know any of the characters. Have only seen it on Twitch. Well, the thing is, no, the, they're, they're, it, yeah, really no, it's going to be that high of a skill cap. It depends on the type of player because right. when we can't, I came into the game, I've obviously gotten better at certain characters, but just coming to the, into the game as a shooter player, I was doing pretty well. I'm getting gold medals on my uh-huh. first match. You know, all I'm gonna say is, you think Bastion gets play of the game a lot now? Wait till the, uh, no, wait till no. day one. Launch. As soon as as soon as it goes, and you think Bastion's gonna be up there, you're gonna see Bastion getting shut down a lot. You're right by Torbjorn. <laughs> yeah, Bastion and Torbjorn. Bastion and Torbjorn from the start will be a huge problem. I I, I will agree with Mike on that. It will be a huge fucking problem. Bastion They'll learn. Play. It'll take about. A couple weeks, but I doubt it because people wouldn't learn before. That's why they had to make the nerf. It's true. So yeah, I don't know, but the problem with the Bastion and Torbjorn is a whole other conversation. That is, which we can talk about on the next Watchpoint Radio. This Watchpoint Radio is over. Um, thank you, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about our other podcasts that we have on our network. Uh, so uh, every other week we have Wild WoW Talk. So if you hear Watchpoint Radio, the next week's going to be Wild WoW Talk on Tuesday. Uh, they're bi-weekly. And uh, we also have In Orbit, which should be the Monday before us. So if you hear us, that means the day before. And In Orbit came out. Wild WoW Talk's our World of Warcraft podcast, because Case can put that together. In Orbit is our Destiny podcast for you Destiny fans out there. Big update coming on the 12th, and the guys just released a podcast uh, you might want to listen to. We also have Double Tap, which is going bi-weekly as well. So starting Ooh. next week? Yeah, what, what, what day is that actually? So starting uh, April 18th, which is tax day, by the way. Get those taxes in. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, you uh, you will hear Ash double taps caring about your taxes. Yeah, we don't want to see you get audited. You saw what they did to Wesley Snipes, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, double tap is biweekly, and that is our podcast dedicated to the fighting game community. So we talk about a lot of fighting games on that podcast. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Overcast, uh, Overcast, which is on iOS, uh, Stitcher Smart Radio, which is Android and iOS. Pocket Casts, Player.fm, and SoundCloud. We are on Twitter.com slash MTB site. 
Facebook.com slash smash those buttons and YouTube.com slash smash those buttons. Mikey, give me your Twitter. Uh, it's key underscore cloud, K-E-Y underscore C-L-O-W. Yes, and I am underscore jaw underscore, so underscore J-A-A underscore. And uh, feel free to contact us either on Twitter, leave us a comment on Facebook, the website, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, just get a little, you know, if you have any questions or thoughts that you might want to provide, definitely just, you know, reach out and touch us. Um, <laughs> but uh, Maybe not. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) But uh, if you enjoyed the podcast and you'd like to help us out, the best way for you to help us right now is just share the podcast. That's all we can really ask. We we really appreciate it if you can share it with other people. If you like the podcast, that's a huge help to us. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, like I said before, thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys in two weeks for Watchpoint Radio number seven. Take it easy. Peace out.